0: hey everyone welcome back for another episode of and why my name is annie law and i'm the host of this podcast so today's episode is a little more fun a little more um relatable because i I wanted to do a new segment of a pod of the podcast i didn't want it to be so one-dimensional and so um emotional and um dramatic in a sense i wanted something a little fun and and like a little flirt you know so today's segment is going to be called girl talks so this is where i'm going to bring along you know my close friends or female people that I look up to and we have good conversations outside of the podcast and I just wanted to bring one of my best friends today, Allison Coe. I wrote an article on her actually and I'll link that in the description below and we're just going to be covering today a lot of things just you know basic friends stuff and then we go into quarantine, how we're dealing with things, how we were at the beginning of quarantine till now and how things Especially the pandemic has changed the scope of our realities and how it managed to change the world in a good way, but also in a negative way. So, we're, we're going to be touching upon a lot of things, you know, relating to the fashion industry, jobs, internships, um, norma- normalcy, like whether we want to go back to what was normal before, um, you know, what kind of normals do we want to maintain, and just also talk about how. Um, things and injustices that have been happening and what, what we think is going to happen post-corona and post-quarantine so this is going to be a really special podcast to me because you know she's one of my closest friends um, it's it's so great to talk to her and this conversation just was great I think it touched upon a lot of things that a lot of people were asking me about while maintaining that like relatability so without further ado Let's get into the podcast. Like, how are you? I'm
1: good. Um, Nothing super exciting happening, honestly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, (laughs) I've been spending a lot of time with family. Like, right now I'm at my dad's house, so I see, like, my brother's.
0: Um, oh, my gosh, the three little chipmunks.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. They, like, wake up at 6.30 every morning and Wait, practice.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Like, no matter what time they go to sleep, they always wake up at the same time. And, I don't know. Like I, mean, I can do that. <laughs> but, like, they always, like, practice their piano. So it'll be, like, 9 a.m. And, like, I just hear this, like, really loud, like, piano playing. Like,
0: oh my gosh
1: i mean like, all they're three good. of them?
0: yeah At they once? take turns no oh, they take shit. turns. on the piano oh. Oh, but damn.
1: like like they're pretty good but right now they're learning like songs from harry potter and star wars <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh wow i, I can't just, play for like... shit but...
1: i mean i like learned when i was little but i hated it so i was like yeah that's that's not gonna be a thing that I'm gonna
0: do. Did you have to wake up six thirty too and do the same thing? No. Oh? No. <laughs> I mean my parents
1: didn't. They never made me practice. So um hmm. so is it really my fault? <laughs> mm,
0: I don't know. Probably a not. Bit. I don't know. Yeah, I tried to learn piano too. And then I was too shy to perform and i was like this is not it like i do not <laughs> <laughs> i do not want to do this oh. anyways um so how was like your transition and like quarantine like i know like, like i feel like it was during our school year so it was kind of unexpected
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah i have no I idea mean, how to like definitely... go into this conversation about quarantine uh, no
1: i um no it was definitely very unexpected and just like compared to New York like where I'm from like the suburbs of Houston everything's very like slow and very quiet um it's like I don't live like on a farm or anything like there's a lot of neighborhoods and like <laughs> mall stores like like there's like civil civilization <laughs> but um but it's definitely, like, a lot slower. Um, and it's something that I think it's nice for, like, the first month that I was back. Like, I was like, oh, I appreciate, like, more of, like, the silence and, like, the calm. But mm-hmm. but now, having been home for almost three months, I'm like, yeah, I'm, like, kind of <laughs> ready to, like, you know, get back into it with, like, that, that faster pace. Um, Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I was kind of the same like I mean I've always lived at home so like I commute to school every day so I like that I could stay home and work like like go to school from home but then after a while it was like oh my gosh like every single day at home I I can't even stay at school for that long like I I just need I need to let a change of scenery um Mm -hmm. like how did you remain sane especially you know back home in Texas with family you haven't even seen them in so long
1: yeah I mean uh honestly still a question I'm asking myself now (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's like it's easy to like get caught up in like like your like stress and anxiety like in your own head but I think it's important to just like take a step back and it helps that like, we're not the only ones going through it. Like, it's literally, like, the whole country, like, our, mm-hmm. like, whole, like, world is going through um, this pandemic on, like, a similar level. So it's, like, like, everyone's dealing with it differently, but it does take time to, like, figure out, like, what routines you can set to, like, feel like there's, like, structure in your day or, like, what things that, like, help you feel motivated, because mm-hmm. I know it's, like, hard, like, for me, like, one of the things is there's not really, um, like, anything that's really concrete to work towards, like, there's no set date, like, even our school, like, we're not even sure if we're gonna no. be back oh my in my the gosh. fall.
0: I actually, like, like we probably won't, to be honest.
1: I don't right. know, because, like, other schools in New York have said they're doing, like, Maybe, like, some classes in person, some online. Oh, like
0: a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. But FIT hasn't said a single thing.
1: I know. Um, And, like, part of it, I feel like, is good because they're not, like, telling us, like, oh, we're going back, like, full in person, and then, like, a month later having to retract that statement. Mm -hmm. But also, like, it would be nice to have, or to know, like, kind of something, like, what's going to happen in August, but... I don't know, it's hard because like, no one really knows like what's going to happen and it's really hard to predict.
0: Yeah, I think the uncertainty kind of prompts people to, um, I don't know, stay in the present at the same time, but they're also worried about their future and I don't know, I, I get that sometimes too because, I mean, it's easier for me because school, like, I could like have at home because you're a fashion designer, so it's hard to do online classes mm-hmm. and and I mean are you going to defer if it really comes to that
1: um honestly I I don't know because I feel like um like I guess in my head like the notion of like college is like you do like four years like straight through like Mm -hmm. taking a gap year taking a break is like a big no because then you kind of lose your momentum Mm -hmm. but because like the world is like crazy right now like I think I might have to consider that as an option and um and maybe use that year to do like more valuable things like with my time but it really depends on like what happens with our classes like (laughs) (laughs) like it's so hard to make a decision um now I feel like it's all just gonna happen like within the week that they like announce Um, what their plan is for the fall
0: i know and then they would have to like make sure they say it at an early time too because then everyone would have to like fly in with all their stuff Mm. like manage their storage units and everything yeah like like literally emily um like had to drive half of her stuff to her home from her apartment i was like damn Mm. yeah
1: yeah I mean, it was pretty crazy, like, in March, like, with everything happening. And, like, I mean, I don't know, like, exactly what we were thinking, but we were, like, oh, we just, like, got to leave the city, like, before it gets even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully, we're all, like, healthy. Like, none of us caught it. nothing the <laughs> I know. So. That's,
0: that's, yeah. I mean, I think even, you know, despite all the, like, you know, the hardships that people are dealing with, I think COVID, like, you know, the pandemic in general has kind of opened up a lot of things that, um, like the injustices and, you know, the systems that we're kind of, like, following, like how that can be, like, that needs to have, um, like, contingency plans um, so that we don't, like, especially the pandemic, you know, how Trump just, like, fired the whole pandemic relief like right. team and it's like wow like we could have been you know more prepared so I think like what do you think about like all the things that are happening like what do you think would happen post-corona and post-quarantine like, what do you what do you think will happen because I feel like it I feel like I think things will change but I feel like some things will kind of go back to normal which is kind of sad mm-hmm. I mean I it's I don't
1: want to say like oh like like, good things came out of the pandemic because so many people have died, like, so many bad things have happened. Mm -hmm. But it did force everyone to, like, stop what they're focusing on and just, like, like, take a step back and, like, think about, like, the world, like, where we're going and, like, specifically, like, the U.S., like, our society, our government, and also, like, the fashion industry, like, being forced to stop and really, like, reflect on what has been happening. I think is really important and um and definitely marked like a turning point hopefully um for like designers and companies where a lot more consumers are trying to hold them accountable for like how fast clothing was being produced like fast fashion but even um um, even like the like the biggest fashion brands are still like turning out so many seasons um of clothing so many collections like one after another without any time to really like pause and just like why are we doing this like why do we feel the need to make so many products um
0: -hmm. yeah I saw that I feel like a lot of companies (laughs) like we kind of mentioned before a lot of companies are being like judged or like um, re- criticized for their unethical means of doing things even if they are sustainable even the sustainable brands are being um, put under a microscope for um, their ethics and everything so I, I do I see I do think that things will change like I even saw um, like a fashion show I think it, it might might have been Chanel but mm-hmm. there or another fashion brand like a really lux- like a high-end yeah brand. <laughs> they were like they were like oh we're not going to be doing seasons anymore they're just going Mm -hmm. to put them all into one like one line and just do one fashion show i think that's what they said Mm -hmm. i was like yeah that's so you know that's crazy like yeah i saw
1: that too and even though like i know a lot of critics are like that's not how like fashion is like we have our distinct seasons and our delivery but i think it's important to keep like advancing and moving forward like if that is um like what the industry is like turning towards then great because that does um address problems of like sustainability and like the mass like production of clothing Mm -hmm. um but it i think it definitely won't happen overnight like i know there are other companies that have like verbally said that they're gonna continue with like the seasonal deliveries um like how it was before the pandemic Mm-hmm. But I think just like the conversation and just the heightened attention on these issues are good and will eventually lead to better changes.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I, I think I think it. I okay. That's another question. When you you know you're a fashion designer, so do you think it matters whether there's seasons or not? Like, does that take away like the art of what you're doing or it or does it does it help that there is no seasons then because you have more time to think about what you want to make and create and all that like in the fashion industry or does that not mm-hmm. pertain to you at i all?
1: like the idea of producing with more of like the environmental consequences in mind like whether mm-hmm. that does like get rid of season like all like seasons or if it only like limits it to like fall and spring are like just less but still like a similar structure. Um like I think the structure isn't as important um compared to like like the problems they're solving, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like whatever like the structure um turns out to be as long as it is a more con- um a, a more like eco conscious and like friendly um just like process. Like, I think as long as that can be accomplished, then that would be the best scenario.
0: Yeah. How do you remain productive during a time like this? Because I'm like scheduling my hours out just so that I'm like productive. and like I try to like maintain a sleep schedule but early quarantine I was not like that like I would sleep at 3 a.m and wake up at like 12 p.m and that was normal because that was crazy I was I would watch like two movies a night with my family (laughs) and we would all wake up at 12 (laughs) no but like I was so unproductive during that time and that was still like school time you know so Mm -hmm. like how do you remain productive
1: yeah, so it was definitely a lot easier when um, when school was, like, still in session. So I had, like, Zoom meetings and, like, assignments I had to keep myself, like, accountable for, even though I was at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do try to make, like, a to-do list every morning with, like, things that I want to try to focus on throughout the day. Because I notice, like, if I don't have any intention for the day, then I just kind of, like like just sit and like like bounce from like my laptop like I'll watch something or I'll like do some sketching and then I'll like go on my phone and it's just very like a confused like mess you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like (laughs) and even if it's something small like just um like oh I want to work on like my embroidery project or something at least I have it like written down and like I know that like that's something that like I definitely wanna get to, but also like allowing the flexibility, like not having it so set is important too
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, just having like a balance of activities that like you wanna get done, whether it's like for um like if you have like an internship or job, like I know you do, like you have like work that you have to get done,
0: yeah,
1: um and then something like for fun, like if you want like read a book or like go on a run or something.
0: Yeah, so definitely, like priorities have to be straight, like mm-hmm. straightened out, like what needs to be done now, and rather than what needs to be done in like a month or two. so, like, Right. That, yeah. Um, like a lot of people, especially like for creative people like us, like we are struggling right now because, um, you know, I do have an internship, but there are a lot of people who are struggling to, um, get an internship because of covid and Mm -hmm. um or just jobs in general because you know they have they still have bills to pay as a student who are still living in new york so i don't know i i hope that changes i I think it will change but like what do do you think that this is gonna leave some sort of like lasting impact um like change the way creative people do things or probably probably even like move everything online or jobs, everything online. Internships online. That's what I think, but what do you think?
1: Um, I think like one of the things is that like our society is like very or puts a lot of emphasis on creating things like that only have like monetary value. And I think it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like I guess like for me, like my internship was in New York, so unfortunately like it wasn't able to transition to like work from home and remote. Um mm-hmm. so I feel pressure to, like, find a job, like, find an internship, even if it's unpaid, just to have that, like, um, that, like, working experience that I feel like, like, a lot of people have or are trying to find, even though, like, we are at home, Um, but also I'm trying to, like, relax and try to, and focus on, like, improving my skills and just, like, exploring, like, new projects, new ideas like things that won't um won't necessarily end in like selling a product or like making money but they're still um they're still
0: beneficial yeah i agree because there is a pressure of creating things for the sake of making money um because for creative people we want creative like we want a creative career that would actually um pay off um, without (laughs) without like Without, like, um, trying to get another job just to pay for our passions. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think a lot of people are struggling to balance that out. Like, oh, they have to figure out a way to get their little hobby to make money. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. Um, but I think it's looking up. I think people are going to reconsider um, their mentalities on a lot of things because of the pandemic. I think it really forced people to um, think about things more intently. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I think, like, now, like, more than ever, people have to be, like, more accepting of, like, different ways to do things. Like, Mm -hmm. how you mentioned, like, digital, um, like, internships or just, like, 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 yeah, like, now that everyone has experience working from home, I think there will be more people working from home even, like, when COVID is, like, gone and, like, people are back to, like, the normal workforce, I think, like, people having experienced, like, what that was like and the benefits of it will probably push for that a little bit
0: more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was reading a lot of, like, LinkedIn articles
1: oh my God. about,
0: about it. it. Yeah, they were actually predicting that um, a lot of companies are just going to move online. Like, I think Google is going to give people the option to do that just Mm. like online like work from home if anything it saves them more money because you don't have to pay so much overhead fees Um, so I I feel like it's a win-win the problem with why people weren't so happy about the work from home thing is for especially for like bosses they can't really check the productivity or like how how you're actually doing the work unless like you know when they were in office they can keep an eye on you so yeah. that's a that's another like debate or another another d- dilemma but i think people are actually moving out of that and seeing statistics that prove that you know working from home you'll produce the same amount of work um and success so
1: yeah it definitely I mean, okay. depends on what kind of company it is and also True. i guess like the culture like whether they're they emphasize like employees working a certain number of hours or if it's more like project based like as long as they get it done like by a certain deadline and it's to like a certain standard mm-hmm. um, I think for some industries there will be like more work from home and it also depends on like individual like worth, work ethic because some mm-hmm. people are more like focused more productive at home in, in an environment that's more like comfortable and
0: familiar to them
1: Mm -hmm. um and they've never like really gotten to experience that until now so
0: yeah like that makes sense because um you know for my internship it's easy to do online but it it would be hard if it was like a hands-on thing where you you have to make something um especially like art and design and all that Mm -hmm. but I think even like illustration like that could be online um animation that could be online as well so mm-hmm. I, I think there is definitely a, um, a circumstantial level to it. It has to yeah. be. It depends on the industry and, and, and other characteristic factors.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think, like, for me,
1: I would probably miss, like, being around people. Like, if oh I were gosh, to yeah. from home, <laughs> like, yeah. I noticed that having, like, people around me who are productive helps increase, like, my own productivity because it kind of like holds me accountable, and I'm like, oh, like all these other people are doing work. Like I need to like get to work too, you know? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Sad. No, I get that. I think when we were in school, that definitely motivated me because you just like surrounded by all these people who are doing so many things or like mm-hmm. has done so much. Especially since we were in honors, like just we're just like surrounded by people who are just doing so much, like published books. Know right like Hollis, hollis's line oh like clothing line and just like what it's so crazy it's but it's definitely
1: inspiring to be around yeah, like
0: creative it, it people
1: is. and i think like even though like it could be like competition or there could be more pressure i think i probably it's like a healthy create... level of
0: it though yeah yeah
1: i think it is good to be like pushed and like have that like little um like more more like motivation
0: uh-huh and even our faculty too like they've like they have experienced so much in the industries that we strive for so it, it's so nice to get their insight on certain things but just like basic social interaction like that's what I'm missing
1: oh my gosh. yeah like like I love my family and I'm glad I got to spend a lot of time with them but you know like it's a lot to be like at home and like you just see them like every day and like
0: you're just like I'm tired of you guys
1: yeah I mean it's been
0: 18 years of my life (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: I mean it's I think it's perfectly fine to like want a break from like especially if you haven't like some people like haven't lived with like lived at home since high school so it's a difficult transition I think
0: yeah it is especially when you move to a place like new york new york mm. is like a drug
1: like oh a physical God. location drug
0: <laughs> yeah like you just go there and you every day you meet someone different and you like learn something new and it just never stops mm. and then going back to like the usual pace of just staying at home and everything so like stable and steady it just kind of feels yeah. weird for sure
1: <laughs> yeah i'm definitely like it's just like there's not that much change or just like movement that happens and it's it's hard <laughs>
0: sure so we covered a lot and like we talked about the uncertainty of the future um, and everything so let's talk about boys
1: <laughs> <laughs> all conversations eventually lead to lead this. to boys
0: <laughs> no cause like uh, a lot of people <laughs> are, like when I asked for podcast requests most of them were like which is like two of them only but two of them were like (laughs) oh like can you talk about relationships and like how you were able to go get through a breakup and everything i I think it's like a popular conversation or something because a lot of people cover like these things just like talking about boys and love and relationships yeah
1: i mean i think there is something like nice about hearing like stories from other people and like whether it's Mm -hmm. like oh like that happened to you too like it's not weird like that like I'm not alone yeah um Mm -hmm. yeah I think it does help just to like just hear like different experiences and like compare it to your own and um also like the advice is nice
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think I think um since quarantine a lot of people just hopped onto the dating app like just just for the sake of like I would, like, talk to someone, like, some type of mm-hmm. opposite sex <laughs> oh because there's like such a lack of it, like, a disconnect. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was on the dating app, so mm-hmm. I mean, I okay. <laughs> but I think
1: <laughs> that um, like, that it's known that it's like if you're talking to someone um during this time like are they talking to you because like they actually like you and they wanted to go somewhere or are mm-hmm. they bored and they just like they're just talking just for the point of like boredom and I think that's important to keep in mind mm-hmm. um whenever you're going through and you're yeah. fighting through these these people <laughs>
0: I think for me I, I I do it in the beginning it was more like oh let me see if I can like find people to actually date but then I, mm-hmm. I realized that I was unrealistic and just just meet people just for the sake of talking and getting to know guys in general because I don't have a lot of guy friends which I realized so I'm trying to build that <laughs> <laughs> build that pool of people do, uh, to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to answer the question that Uh, About breakups, I feel like it's different for everyone how they cope. Like some people just, some people go into like eat ice cream all day mode. Um, other people just kind of tuck their heads in and just cry on their own. But then they just Mm -hmm. live their lives like, kind of like self denying that they're going through anything. Like that's what I did. (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) I was like a like a denial phase for a really long time, and I just kept really busy so i think yeah. it, like how did you deal with it
1: um i mean it is like hard like because like whenever it happens like the immediate is like the rush of emotions and that's usually when you're probably like you're most vulnerable like you're sad like you're mad you like want to get back together you know you go through like all <laughs> those phases like all in the span of like two days or like one day you know it just like hits you like right then but mm-hmm. I think like as you like go on like a week passes and then like another week, then you're able to think more clearly and really like reflect on like your relationship, like what went wrong or like what actually happened without having your emotions like um like interfere with like the facts, you know, like what actually like went yeah. down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and I think it's important not to uh, I think it's important to appreciate the relationship and like all the good things mm-hmm. that happened but yeah. also like be aware of like what went wrong and like use those experiences for your next relationship
0: um, yeah.
1: and just like think about like what you can learn from what happened because um, I think it's easy to be like oh I hate them like that was like a terrible experience <laughs> like they were an awful person like it's easy to be angry and like want to forget about it so yeah but, I don't know I think it just um like it kind of takes away from like the time like the time you spent with them and it's good to have it as like memory and like learning experience
0: yeah I think it's I think it's definitely depend. It depends as well, like like how the relationship ended. Um, if it ended with like oh someone cheated, that's oh, yeah. different. Like I've <laughs> never different. experienced that. Yeah, but I don't know how I would be able to. I mean, I could forgive, but it obviously would take a lot lot longer than something that ended mutually or just one person just fell out of love or something. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think it depends on that, but also depends on the person um who got hurt the most um that's true and how they like deal with it and process emotions because some people do it differently like they like one of my friends would take all the stuff and just throw it away that they were ever yeah. given of you know, like anything that reminds like them of the person or, yeah, yeah. They just like delete it and like remove them out of like memory and oh I was my like God. for <laughs> me I keep all the shit you know like I keep my stuff in <laughs> I was like, I why mean, do I like, throw this good thing away you know <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god yeah i mean i think it's important to be respectful of like how like your friends deal with relationships and not mm-hmm. judge them for like going through yeah. their own process yeah um but yeah but having like the like anger towards someone it's it's like hard to like carry and it it's um yeah it's a lot it's easier to, to just goal. like yeah, and just like accept that like it happened and like it's not gonna like hold you down forever, just like keep going on with your life. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So I guess the main takeaway would be, you know, people should be able to you just when you when a breakup happens you rarely know how to deal with it until it actually happens. Um mm-hmm. and you just gotta like find the best process for you to deal with something like that and it comes with practice like I hate to say it but like you gotta <laughs> go through more breakups to like get used to the breakups that happen in your life no um, for sure yeah like I think it's like, a, like I there was like this quote about how like the heart is a muscle and it is a muscle and like like every muscle you have to like put it into practice <laughs> it, it sounds like I need uh, people like, so should, should go through, <laughs> people should yeah. go through heartbreaks um, in life and you're going to go through it more than once for sure so
1: yeah no I think that's definitely more realistic um yeah even though it sounds kind of kind of dumb it's true
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> like your 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 mom would agree doctor oh my god anatomy heart is a muscle um but yeah. So okay, I don't know what else to add.
1: <laughs> oh my god, wait, I saw this article and they're like, Oh, like once like the pandemic like dies down, it's gonna be like the baby boom generation because everyone's oh locked in their home and they're all just gonna come out and make babies. <laughs> <laughs> come and I kind of I kind of believe that. Like everyone's been like you know, like, stuck at home. And, Actually, like, some people I, have been run... with, like, Really? What? Or some oh, people, I've... like, are with, like, their boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever. But, like, a lot of people are single and alone at home. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got I got a, another reaction for that, though. I, I think, yes, the baby boomers might happen. But I, I've got another. I think the generations is a little smarter now than before. So mm-hmm. what? i kind of read was people are afraid of having kids now because of all the things they're seeing on the news uh, and just like why would i want to make a child you know now so and especially with the pandemic you, you don't even know if the hospital systems are um gonna work by the time you like um you know give birth so it, it there's so many factors oh but i think people are like a little smarter i think nowadays like they, they're like you know i why would you want to make a child i think especially for all the communities that are you know scared for their lives um mm-hmm. underserved and the um the still underdeveloped communities like those are the communities that might make more babies but at the same time they might be a little smarter like they know not to like pop a baby out in a time like this it's, yeah and, i you mean know, the politics hard. and everything too oh my gosh
1: yeah it's hard With to this be year optimistic when there are so many things happening that that aren't or that like i don't know it's just hard to see like the the light at the end of the tunnel you know <laughs>
0: yeah this is like the longest tunnel for sure like i yeah I, it's, I feel, it it's like you can on, see a little like... light but then it just extends yeah it's like further away <laughs> and you're just like waiting yeah. to come
1: back <laughs> come back <laughs> come back then. where'd you go
0: yeah and then you just keep walking and then you take a rest and then and you get lost and you get lost and there's like another outlet <laughs> really and then you just walk awesome. that way it's yeah. a big metaphor
1: yeah. for like this like, year
0: <laughs> this is this country decade i don't know tiny. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Imagine it happens like this, like every century, like just like nineteen eighteen, and then you know twenty oh, twenty, yeah. and then it just happens again in like
1: thirty twenty. Great, 70, 80, 80. something to look at.
0: Oh, no, not like oh shit, it's twenty twenty one twenty. I messed up.
1: Big brain.
0: big brain, big brain. I said thirty twenty. It's
1: okay. <laughs> That's like So long. A thousand years. That's like years. ten
0: a thousand years away, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say ten thousand. Oh my gosh, math. <laughs> um
1: Oh my god. We we won't be alive in ten thousand years.
0: Yeah, we oh, won't, it. but <laughs> maybe we will be alive we maybe we will be like a hundred twenty years old or something and then we can see another pandemic. <laughs> Oh my god. And that's gonna like be the death of us affecting old people.
1: All hypothetical.
0: All hypothetical. Okay, Okay, well, thank you for joining me on this podcast for this girl talk. Yeah. I hope. What are you gonna do after? Oh, I will probably go do
1: a puzzle with my brothers or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, they're always like complaining about they're really bored. They just like Aww. sit around, play on their iPads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this generation. So sad. Okay, well, thank you for joining me. <laughs> and we will do another one again yes let's do
1: it and this
0: was fun yeah <laughs> okay i'm gonna stop recording okay <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> i hope you enjoy this podcast episode you guys i this podcast episode is really funny to me like listening to it now and um Post recording, I really enjoyed this podcast episode. Just listening to it, hearing my friends talk and our conversations just are always the best. I feel like, um, to in my opinion, and I feel like I didn't address this earlier, but Allison is a fashion designer. So if you are interested in, you know, um, getting a custom-made dress, you can definitely reach out to her in order to get a custom-made dress. It's It's really good because you know she's going to do a good job and she's going to use the best quality and it's going to be the design that you specifically want. So this is the best time to go into that if you're into that. I personally asked her to make a dress as well. I'm going to make her do a dress that's like Reformation type and but then it's with like fabric that's I found that was like recycled by Fab Scraps. So this is all interesting stuff and I definitely recommend you going into it if you want a dress that's handmade and made with love. Either way, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you guys are interested in supporting this podcast, please check out the link in the description box below. You can support with monthly subscriptions of any donation that you like and or just any donation. It doesn't have to be a monthly thing. So this podcast is something that is provided for free we don't really do a lot of sponsorships Um, even if we do we don't really generate a lot of money so if you do and if you're interested in supporting this podcast it'll be really helpful to just shoot me a little donation down below in the link and you can support me by writing a review and rate on apple Podcasts. so those are all great things you can do or just even you know give me a shout out on your instagram facebook or even LinkedIn, just anywhere and anything will help to bring this podcast to more people and to get more listeners to hear all this goodness. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.